This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders, No Race podcast show. Join me every other Tuesday on the Boston Bastard Brigade as we spin some of the hottest tracks from the land of the rising sun. Rock, pop, metal, punk, ska, the whole works. We also sprinkle in some of the best and brightest alternative artists and bands from all over the world, creating a truly universal experience for listeners everywhere. Plus, hear my thoughts on the latest in gaming, anime, film, and even welcome a guest or two to showcase something new and enticing for your well-being. That's No Borders, No Race on every other Tuesday at B3Crew.com. The only show where a song like this... ...can be followed by this... Because we play whatever the hell we want. Chat. Welcome everybody. Welcome to Sunday Clay Inferno Live. I think this is great podcast live. I moved from the AMA category, just chatting, over to the podcasts and talk shows on Twitch category. Not that I think that it um, makes that much of a difference, but, um, you know, we'll see. i grab some more listeners uh, for that. So, yeah, here I am at the home studio. The background behind me is fake. You can probably see a little bit of green halo here. I'm not a perfectionist as far as green streams are concerned, but I am someone that's very interested in all these little technological things with OBS. I think that what is important for people to do when they're learning stuff is to do like a skill share. Like, so I do know there's a company, friends of mine that do a lot of these streams. Maybe I can take a class with them. I think getting in-person tutelage on something especially this complicated i have one two three cameras one of them is my phone i've got a green screen behind me i've got all these graphics down below that's where you can follow me besides on twitch it's it's clay inferno everywhere i, I hardly have any accounts that i haven't claimed that's a tiktok too although i'm not very active on there but please follow me because um why I'm doing this is to become a creator that people want to see my shows and I'm even getting into some gaming on here on Twitch which is kind of the base use of Twitch so I will be doing that I'm getting a game controller and also a video capture card all things that six months ago were to say like Clay, you're going to be streaming on Twitch. And Tom, thank you so much for coming into all of my streams. It's that. I feel like it's obnoxious for you to do that. I, I appreciate the support so much. Uh, but I know you know that I'm just trying to do uh, my my thing here and uh, that my one viewer is appreciated. And uh, I mostly do this for the clips. So if um, Tom or yourself or anybody else who's watching doesn't want to watch live, that's okay. I'm used to more of a, a podcast cadence. And uh, so introducing all this stuff live with video is, is very cool, but I kind of want to have the end result be the video that I put on YouTube. But, um, and this also has something to do with a little bit of a, um, 
uh, kind of a, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a, a disability that I have. Uh, I'm not like disabled. I'm a fully functioning, healthy person, but I don't have teeth. And it's, I'm really self-conscious about this um, flipper thing that I have in here as a temporary solution. And it makes my voice not sound very good. And I realized that. And I, when I upload this later, um, it, it comes, uh, it comes out like a very edited form and I clean out as much audio noise and plosives and things like that, that maybe don't even bother other people, but they, they really bother me. And I'm really self-conscious about how I look with these teeth in and how I sound and how I present myself to the world. But that's because I went to school to be, do spoken word. So it's like very much like on top of my mind that, um, that, like my, my process and and talking about the process even on here and telling everybody that I'm learning so that they know but also that I, I kind of realized this like this really huge barrier for people that want to watch me besides just people that are my friends that would want to watch something to support me and 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 you know like don't care about stuff like you know like superficial things like that um i it's like a little bit off-putting to me to listen to an audio podcast with uh with bad audio uh so i i appreciate that people are still tuning into this whether they're watching it on igtv youtube um youtube live twitch live or like my clips and the clips are i i try to keep them pretty i'm trying to keep them pretty um what you call it like I'm trying to keep them pretty much unaltered but it does offer me the opportunity to add some like video or some titles over it so that it just kind of helps the story along a little bit better and those are always way shorter than the actual show because i'm able to cut out a lot of the noise and me rambling or me figuring out like you know i'm gonna cut out the audio problem that i had that tom helped me figure out so uh let's go back to that this camera right here that i'm pointing to this one uh, the, with the GI Joe background, that one is actually my phone. And because the iPhone has such a good camera on it, it's really great. And when I did that special, one of those special delivery things I did for masters of scale, I similarly used something in the Safari browser on the iPhone. You can do this with other Android phones. I'm not really that picky about these things but i have an iphone it has a nice camera and you just open it up in a browser and it's using the audio and the video from my phone and so that's why it was doubling up the audio because i didn't turn the audio from my phone off the other cameras are just kind of dumb and they don't have mics in them so i didn't really think of that so thanks for thanks for helping me out there on that one so this is process but it's also me just being honest about how i know that my voice sounds funny and i look funny and i'm a funny looking dude and, and i feel bad about myself and that none of that is true but except for that uh i do want to have a good quality product always thinking about it i've got the best mic that works for my voice i think right now and uh i just love it i love the shore mx what is it called it's a shore m mv7 and for podcasters, I think it's great. I, I have only the US, I've only used the USB on here, but obviously people that know about sound, you wanna, you could, you could probably have a better signal with an XLR sort of input, which is an option on this mic. And you see like, this is very similar to a lot of podcasters and tubers and Twitch streamers. They use a mic that's like this, it's black, but it's a really great mic. And I haven't used the XLR on it yet. I, I will get there, but there's a lot of different little details you can learn and if i can add one element in every time and try to fix things like my chat not displaying for the next time i think that i'm i think that i'm good i think that i am 
ahead of the game. It didn't take me that long to uh, figure out a lot of this really complicated, complicated thing. I even have a new stinger uh, to go through there. And I'm sorry for bragging about how great slash poorly I'm doing on this these streams, but it's a cool way for me to do the podcast, as I said last week, and uh, I just, I like doing it. And we used to record at noon on Sundays for League Podcast, but we changed that during the quarantine and started doing movies and doing different things a little bit different. But so here we are today, and what we're doing is uh, we're going to talk about what is in my my links, and you'll be able to find these at ithinkthisisgreat.com when the show is up, and at clayinferno.substack.com when the show is up there's a couple things i wanted to talk about and we are going to start at the bottom and go up as a follow-up to my kevin smith interview got a new masters of the universe trailer i'm glad i downloaded it like youtube is saying forever dude like what the hell i haven't figured out how to play the audio from youtube so i just downloaded this and we will give this a watch right now time after time you try to take this castle but you will never succeed, Skeletor. July 23rd, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wow, that was really cool. He-Man's back in Turnia. Kevin Smith is writing the show, as he gave me in that interview for the podcast to do 617 at the movie's pop-up. He, he talked about this, how we were going to get a chance to see this in June. And here it is. And it looks awesome. I wasn't a huge He-Man he fan. It's not like I dislike He-Man. I just was never a huge guy. I didn't have, like, the all the toys and everything. But my cousin, man... My cousin, who also had, like, all the G.I. Joes that I was super jealous of, he had all that shit, man. It was so good. Uh, so we always used to play with um, with that. And we're back. It says 40 years later. I just can't believe how old I'm getting because I was five years old. When that, that came out, if he's saying 40 years later, we're getting this. Master of the Universe. The Dolph, here, Dolph Lundgren was in two great things that should have been great. The Punisher and Master of the Universe movie. Could have been great. Was not was not good. Poor Dolph Lundgren, man. I mean, his career is all over the place. But anyways, that's in the rearview mirror. This animation studio looks pretty kick-ass, if you ask me. It's really, really cool. So uh, that's what we'll get. And there's also an interview on YouTube. You can find it with Kevin Smith, where he explains that he's basically picking up the story from where it left off in the old cartoon. Like, how cool is that, man? Like, that's the best. If you ask me, that's the best way to do it. I appreciate that. And it was obviously really cool to talk to Kevin Smith on to, on to our other things we're talking about here. Boom, boom, boom. All right, let's talk about Loki episode two. I found this to be a pretty good video from Looper. We can catch this up in the show notes. Easter eggs you missed in Loki episode two. I think the number one thing we need to talk about here is spoiler warning is what happens at the end of uh, of this where Loki one more time jumps from one dimension into the other following the variant Loki into wherever they're going to go and cause trouble. It's really slow. Maybe because I'm streaming, it doesn't like that. Yeah, you'll see in this cool video, who's just on the screen there, Mark Grunewald, who introduced the time variance authority, was a guy with a mustache. So that's why Owen Wilson has his mustache. 
to me, it seems like Loki's going to have to trail the variant in order to come back and still be kind of a good guy and work with Mobius. I think that Loki in the end is going to be a good guy and he's going to come out triumphant. He always pulls some trickery, uh, of course, but um, so there they are. They explain level 372. There's some significance there because it was the time variance authority was introduced in episode 372. So it doesn't like us playing a video, whatever. But I, I got to the point I wanted to make, which was the reason that there is Owen Wilson has a mustache is in tribute to Mark Runewald, who's a great comic book writer who died very young. He died at 43 um, in 1996 of a heart attack. And uh, he had a huge impact on comics um, in the 80s and 90s um probably before that too uh, a huge influence on on marvel specifically and uh and so it's, it's cool i give him a little tribute as in the character himself um which is i think a unique thing that they they have done for to pay tribute etc to uh to some of these creators that have come before so i am digging loki big time and that's what we're gonna get i'm actually gonna read this article about gi joe with you for the first time because i didn't didn't realize this but it's it's cool that gi joe fans can see snake eyes in theaters early so how do you do that in 10 cities across the country in canada on wednesday the 21st we live in la new york san fran washington seattle miami San Diego, Houston, Phoenix, and Vancouver, you can go to a fan screening. I am not in one of those cities, so I'm pissed. That's not true. I'm still going to try to see if I can get a press pass to see that on the screening that they have here. Because it'll be like probably, we did go see New Mutants during the pandemic, but I think that seeing Snake Eyes will be like my first big 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 movie back all vaxxed up and everything um so it's also tying in with the movie's virtual panel for comic-con at home because san diego comic-con is not happening this year but in october new york comic-con is happening and i'm going and uh i asked Stacey if she wanted to go and if she doesn't that's fine i'm just still going i'm going i don't care I'll go by myself it's my birthday weekend which is my traditional birthday thing to do Remember the quarantine? Remember Joe Exotic? That's right, baby. Joe Exotic launching his own cannabis line straight from the joint. See what he did there? Straight from the, the joint. Certified crazy person, animal abuser, jailed Joe Exotic, uh, posing supposedly in front of some weed but that's probably photoshop and he shouldn't eat a brownie that big if there is one joe exotic has a new venture that could put him in high spirits launching his own cannabis line all while doing time in federal prison i know that i'm always talking about how great and good for the economy that cannabis is but uh yeah so even joe exotic can can get in here and and make some money so good for him, I guess. I don't know. Good for him. I don't know where I fall on whether he was actually trying to murder that lady or if that lady killed her husband or whatever. Do you remember that? That was like crazy quarantine times. I carumba. Joke's on it. People won't remember like how many people died, but they'll be like, yeah, watch Tiger King. 
it was wild. I couldn't believe it. That's the thing I remember. They were like, I didn't wear pants for a whole year. And I watched Tiger King. I got food delivered. Well, we move on. More Canada news here. New Arizona, Arizona website helps people expurge cannabis convictions. Okay. Arizona Administrative Office of the Court. That sounds like a legit thing, right? Like uh, Prop 207 called the Smart and Safe Arizona Act passed in November 2020. Certain provisions taking effect or certified. There's always something with the certification there in Arizona. Adults and juvenile duress, arrest, charges, educations, convictions, and sentences are eligible for expungement if the application meets the requirements. So that's good. I mean, it looks like this is a real uh, state website. It's azcourts.gov, Prop 207. So good for them, man. I, I think we also, there's a lot to be done with, uh, with the justice system around old cannabis related uh, infractions. There's a lot of people in jail right now that don't need to be. So that's why I, that's why I mention it is because it's important that people shouldn't be in jail for longer than they should be. And black people shouldn't be in jail just because so and, 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 and white people like are like having these cannabis companies and being really successful and making money on for the same thing that black people were convicted of, uh, you know, they have a dime bag and they were like arrested and they're in jail with like mandatory minimum sentences and stuff. It's, it's messed up. We got to do this countrywide. We have to legalize cannabis nationwide. And we need to expunge all of these convictions. That's me on my soapbox, but it makes sense. I mean, I'm not even ever saying, I, I don't even think that when I get a little bit political on here that uh, anyone would disagree with me. Like, uh, it just, it just doesn't, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, get these people out of jail if they didn't do anything violent or otherwise sketchy. You know what I mean? Here we are. This is local, extremely local to me. Brookline awards a last pot shop license looks to create more. So I'm not sure the ins and outs of this. If uh, a city or a, a, or whatever only gets a certain amount of, of liquor licenses and, and pot licenses, they may, it's like the town may have to create more licenses down the line. They did unanimously approve licensing for Calm Ave Canna which plans to open on the second floor of 1030 Comab. It's the fourth marijuana retailer in Brookline following Netta Sanctuary Mission MA, which I'd never heard of, which received select board approval last month to open down the street at 1024 Commonwealth App. That is going to be a busy, but you know what? It's like Dunkin' Donuts. You can have a Dunkin' Donuts across the street from another Dunkin' Donuts. And maybe another thing that's uh, worth noting here is like, you don't know if like one place is going to be recreational one might be medicinal or or what they might be both or and not too far from this com app is mayflower medicinals which is right down the street which is like close to where great scott used to be so like within like a couple blocks you're gonna have three cannabis dispensaries and to be honest netta isn't even far from there i mean it's like not far at all in a car and it's like a five minute bike ride 10 minute walk 15 minute walk. They're running out of licenses in Brookline, but that's okay. It looks like they're going to make some more. And so that's, that's pretty much it. There's a lot more that we can get into and maybe I'll have a guest on that we can talk about it, about uh, not only cannabis legislation, but equality as far as um, 
not just the justice system, but who gets the licenses and who can, and if it's, you know, if it's fair and equitable for, uh, you know, people of all races, colors, and creeds, and, 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 and all that. So that's like a more complicated conversation, but um, hopefully Brookline moves toward being diverse in the way they hand out the licenses or when people are applying for them that they are, um, you know, it doesn't just go to the big cannabis companies run by uh, rich white guys and and more to that. Um, on the next item on the agenda I have for today before we wrap up the stream is I'm going to share with you my Juneteenth experience. Here we go. This is Grace Gewertz. I hope I'm saying their name right, but there was a little tiny, tiny, tiny concert yesterday up in uh, the center of town, Brighton Mass, which was was Grace. And she did uh, this week, obviously, President Biden signed into law Juneteenth as a federal holiday. Alston Pudding and the city of Boston and Brighton Main Streets put on a little concert. And there's another one today, which is Sunday at around 4 p.m. I'm not really sure who's performing. I'll share a couple pictures I took while I was there. She's really great, super talented. I have a lot, I, my hearing is like really shot. So they were not mic'd and it's not a reflection on them that I did not stick around. I, two things, I need to get my hair cut desperately and all the places were closing down, but that's not why I left. I left because I couldn't really hear them play that well because I need like hearing aids basically. But you can see how cute this is and you may see some familiar faces there. This is just, they blocked off this little corner that people cut through by the bank. And there was a ton of people there, but it was fun. And it was a good way to celebrate Juneteenth. I just grabbed a couple pictures here. I, I It's on my Instagram. And I think there's on my We Boston playlist, which is at Boston Ketchup on Instagram. It's not really, it's not, I don't know why I said it. it's a hip hop playlist. It's not, it's going to be a playlist that uh, I can use for my hip hop shows, but it's also going to be a playlist that focuses on BIPOC artists in Boston. And I just started it, so I haven't gone way deep into it, but I want to showcase some different kinds of artists because there's a great variety of artists in town that I don't get represented on the the white rock and roll stages that I am always playing around in. That's my world. <laughs> so I've been doing that for so long. I feel like I should spread the love a little bit. Anyways, it's Juneteenth weekend. Happy Juneteenth. And it's exciting that that's a federal holiday and uh, there's a lot more work to be done out there. That's for sure. Let's see. We are going to wrap it up today for Clay Inferno. I think this is great live. I moved over to the podcast uh, channel on Twitch and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with that. And this will be rebroadcast and edited and up on my socials and on my Substack all week. So you guys can check it out there. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you chumps later. Bye-bye.